the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. This monthly program is here to give you the latest news and updates on what is going on at the San Diego Automotive Museum. If you have any questions, want more information, or you wish to donate to the museum, go to www.sdautomuseum.org. Again, that's www.sdautomuseum.org. For now, let's have some fun. Here is your host for San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, Dave Stahl. Yeah, I all right, folks, welcome to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, that's Morgan. It's Lenny's lovely daughter, one of, we didn't bring the uh, speaker in today. Brooklyn, no. No, Bro- <laughs> Brooklyn's sitting at home, right? Yeah, actually, I asked her if she wanted to come, too, and she's like, no, I'm going to watch TV today. Oh, is she a football fan? No, she's a uh, daddy's not home and we don't have to watch football. <laughs> oh, so she can watch whatever she wants to watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Morgan's going to be doing this interesting program. We got to talk about that just a little bit up front because I have to tell you a cute story. Because you went to your teacher and you told him you wanted to talk about the impact of electric vehicles on you as a, as a, as a young person who's going to grow into this, correct? Yeah. Okay, so check this out. Way before you and I were born and even your dad, we went from horses to cars, right? Yeah. Okay, well, it was about 1903, yeah, somewhere in that area. Four, five, yeah, something like that. So when we did that, we weren't ready. We didn't have roads. We didn't have gas stations. We didn't even have a place to fix a car. And the only people that could buy a car back then, they were filthy rich. I mean, it was the top 1% of the community, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward to today, and what do we got? We're going from gas to electric, okay? We don't have, really, we don't have the roads and infrastructures because these vehicles are so heavy, they're just, they're really tearing the roadways up. We don't have the charging stations. The cars are ridiculously expensive. The only difference between then and today is back then we had an entrepreneur by the name of Henry Ford, who said, hey, I'll build a Model T for $600, which would be a $10,000 electric car today, and I'll get everybody to have an opportunity to own a vehicle. That's what's missing. Are we going to get to electric? Maybe. I think it's going to be a portion of, because mm-hmm. I think there's other modes of transportation yeah. that we can get. Nuclear, uh, hydrogen. Water. Water. No, you can't do water. You know why you can't do water? Because the government says, oh, I can't do that because they'll go down to the creek, get a bucket of water, put it in the tank. Oh, we can't, we can't, we can't seawater. sell that. There's a seawater car out there. Well, I know. I know. there, And, you know, steam, really, if, because just think if we would have started with steam yeah. back in the 1900s, where we would be today. Well, we, we actually started with steam was actually the first car. Right. And it's also uh, contributed to the first car accident. <laughs> yes, it did. And Henry Ford's wife refused 
to drive the Model T, and she actually drove, I think it was a battery electric car. I think so, yeah. Yeah, which is really funny. Yeah. But now, you know, so so can you imagine, so Morgan, she, she you know, say she gets a tender age of, say, 40 years old, and we're doing either gas or doing electric or water, and she comes on the scene and says, I've got a great way to get you down the road. Gonna have to sit on twenty gallons of flammable fuel, but it's really gonna be a good yeah, way to get yeah. from point A to point B. So, how's the museum doing? Are you ready for twenty twenty four? Oh yeah, no, we kicked off pretty well. I couldn't believe the numbers we had in December, uh, the number of people that came out for vacations. Uh, we set records this year. Did you really? Yeah, I was. I was shocked. I mean, I took a took a week off, and I still get all the reports of, well, like, of and stuff and. I'm looking. I'm going. Oh my gosh! I'm showing Fallon at night. Like, look how many people came today. I mean, I was I was pleasantly surprised yeah. at the number of people that are coming in right now. Well, I mean, and and everybody and and they and they keep coming. Yeah, because of what you've done with that museum. Yeah, the 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 museum is not what it was when I started, and it's not going to be what, what it, it is, is today <laughs> when I'm done. You know, it's 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 alive, right? right. It's it's constantly changing. Yeah. It's moving. It's evolving. We're listening to what people are telling us they want to see in there. We try to make it so that. Um, well, you're talking to the yeah. to the people coming in. Yeah. And you're correct me if I'm wrong, but I did do a little background nosing around. But you're getting more locals in yes. than tourists. Uh, we still we well, tourists out out tourists still out do it, but yeah. there was a time when the gap between tourists <laughs> and locals was massive. Yeah, it was seventy five, or actually no, it was eighty eighty three to. 85% right. tourism. Now we're in the 60s. Wow. That's something. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really great. I and mean, we have more members than we've ever had. I mean, we, we're at like... And donations. And donations. Donations are well. We're a little little shy this year. I mean, I think giving an all, all not-for-profit was low this year. Um, and we definitely could use more. Sure. But really, what really uh, surprised me, we had uh, eight cars get donated the last week of December. Wow. Yeah, so we're looking for we'll be getting those deliveries coming right now. Jeez. So we can't wait to get. What those. are the criteria to to donations of a car? Do they have to be running? No, no. What really what we do right now is if if it's a car you want to get rid of and you want it as a tax break, donate it to us and we'll mm-hmm. take care of the rest. Okay, and, and we, then you'll decide what to do with the car. Yeah, and we're very honest at the time it's donated. So when someone comes in and and presents the car and they say, hey, you know, I don't want this anymore, but I don't want it to. You know, get get sold to the, somebody that's going to destroy it or not appreciate mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. We really look at it and we say, "Hey, this is actually a really good museum piece, and we're going to put it in our collection." And you, and once it's in our collection, I can't get rid of it until the board votes. So, and 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 when the car comes in and I look at it and I go, "You know what, buddy? That this really isn't a museum piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might see the museum floor a couple times if we tell the right story." But really, this is a, a donation that we're going to turn into cash in a which few years. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we do that. And then also, we talk about to them and we say, hey, the kids want to build a car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your car would look be great. But is it a hot rod that they can turn it into? Is it a lowrider they can turn it mm-hmm. into? Is it a Baja bug that they can convert? Like, what is it that the kids want? So once the donation is made, and we're very clear, and that's one of the things that wasn't as transparent mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now, very transparent. Right. And they have to initial that they've talked to me or talked to the uh, curator. They understand that in two, three years, this car may not be in our collection. Right. It may not be with us. And you need to understand that. Yeah. Well, and I, I guess 
the reason I bring this up because there's a lot of cars out there mm-hmm. that are up in age. Yeah. Maybe they're running. Maybe they're not. And let's just say, well, you know, I'd really like to fix it up. Well, just to get it painted is four times more yeah. expensive than what the vehicles were. Yeah. So if they gave it to you, now you're working with a program here in 2024 with uh, uh, working with the school districts. Yeah. yeah. So maybe this car can wiggle through the, say, the Morris High School Absolutely. where they have a paint department. Absolutely. That could bring that vehicle to a value to where you can, you know, either put it in the museum or sell it yeah. and make more money. But for John Q. Public, just to go out, I mean, paint jobs are $20,000. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. And, and that's not like a, a fancy one. No, no, no. That's not down to the bare. Yeah, you have overspray and everything. You get that, you know. That's... And they look at you and like they go, and your problem is. Yeah. I like the one where uh, I have a 68 Plymouth wagon that belonged to my wife's dad. And it needs paint. And a buddy of mine says, well, you can just take it out to TJ and they'll have to get it painted for you. I'll never see it again. Once it goes across the line, it's it. Yeah. They're going to say, 68 Plymouth, did you give us a 68? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have paperwork for that. Yeah, I don't have paperwork. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I'm really excited for 24. And I really like the fact that we're going to work with the city yeah. uh, school districts to help. But I just had a guy at breakfast this morning. His daughter uh, just got out of UTI, mm-hmm. and she's in a diesel program. That's awesome. And doesn't know what to do with it. You know, she wants to, you know, she says, I want to work in either a dealership. So I'll, I've got friends with Caterpillar and Hawthorne yeah. and El Cajon Ford's got a diesel, you know, they've got diesels, yeah. trucks. Yeah. So I told her, you just come to me and I'll I'll see what I can do to help get you, at least get you an interview. And I mean, I wish we had our program with uh, uh, City Unified, you know, together yet, but it's not quite there, but it will be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we made, I, yeah, we made a lot of strides with that at the end of the year. I think so too. I think so too. Well, I think it helps that you know we've got people that are excited and interested in, in doing it. You know, so and then between you and me and a bunch of other people, we just got to keep pushing. Yeah, Quarren to get the meetings. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Greg's doing a great job. He's doing an stuff. awesome job. It really is, and I, I think the the partnership that we've formed with him mm-hmm. and what he can bring to the table with San Diego Unified, right? And, and what we can bring. With well, you our can contact. see the enthusiasm oh, at yeah. the meetings, and it's what I've always liked about him is that we did this program a long time ago. It it didn't, you know, it kind of went away, but he never gave up. No. He knew that was something that he had had to do. Yeah. In fact, I ran into at the deal yesterday uh, one of the old auto shop teachers out of Saint, San uh, Santana High, oh, okay. and he was hardcore man. I mean, he does land speed record stuff. All right. So I told him, I says, "We need you to come to the next meeting as a mentor or somebody that can." So yeah, so I'm constantly talking about it. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to the San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. All right, folks, welcome back to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. That's Morgan. She is the voice of the San Diego Automotive Museum Radio Show. Got Lenny in the house, and we're looking because Morgan 
is a uh, Hot Wheel enthusiast, and she's become extremely knowledgeable about the collectors, and she's all of what, 10? How old are you? How old are you now? Nine. Oh, you still nine? Aren't you going to have a birthday pretty soon? Yeah. All right, well, let's get with the program. When's your birthday? Uh, March 25th. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Get you all hooked up. By the way, she will take any Hot Wheels as a birthday present, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Man, she did bring a lot of those in. Oh yeah, she's she's been uh she's been out Ooh. scouring uh, Toy all Story, of, all of the places you can go to get these things. Well, her grandmother got her in a very exclusive club, which doesn't hurt, right? Because <laughs> you get exclusive picks of of cars that not everybody can get a hold of unless they join the club, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till the last segment. So, what do you got on the calendar for the museum? What's coming up? So the library is done. I know. I looked at it. I almost a little heart pit. I had uh, the the final walkthrough with the city was last week. So when do you start filling it up? We have started putting the books back. The, the books have all returned to the museum. We're dusting them off and putting them on the shelves now. So the opening is January sixteenth. Okay. So I got permission. From Gil Silva at Mitchell Manuals, he and I mentioned this to you more than once. He had given me the hardbound yeah. books for the Viper, and he gave me permission to give them to you because he says if I ever catch this on on, on uh, eBay, he yeah. says, "Dude, I said, I'll come after you." I said, "No, no, no." I, you know, I and I have no use for them because yeah. I would I could never afford a Viper, yeah. but they're the hardbound from. Oh, cool dodge That's and it's really cool. every inch of the the vehicle from 93 i think to 96 i'm not okay. sure so i will bring those down to you and then when you're ready to yeah find a spot for it yeah well we're filling it up i mean it, the, well it's I not think, like you don't have any books no it's a, it's a over ten thousand uh books and, and then you're going to take those and put them all digitally right yes so we have yeah we wrote a grant and i've actually got um one of the um, congressmen coming out that are going to take a look. And, uh, yeah, we, we wrote a pretty big grant that we want to digitize our collection. So, That's going to be a full-time job. Yeah, we get that. if we get that funding, we're going to be really working and cranking on that. So let's, really cool. so let's talk a little bit about the library. So John Q. Public comes in. He's got a particular car. He walks into the library. What's the, what, what do you think is going to be the process? Well, now it's, it's different than it was before. I mean, before you, there wasn't – like free access to all the books. Right. And um, when I evaluated that and kind of looked at it, I was like, well, nobody knows what they're looking for. <laughs> they're, 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 they're there to like, peruse. Right. And so uh, before it was like 25% or even less than that of the museum, of the library was accessible to the public. Now, 80% of it is actually accessible to the public. Oh, the magazines, the books, everything, you can be able to walk up, touch them, grab them, pull them off the shelf. Wow. Can't check them out. Right, can't do anywhere anywhere. Yeah, them. yeah. Um, but um, if you want to look at them, we got spaces for you to read. You know, cruise them. We got a photocopy. You want to take photocopies? Tons of, of lighting in yeah, there. Yeah. It's so lit. There's yeah. no reason. And any of the books that um, we would cry about if we were missing are actually going to be in the back. And and what mm. is going to be the um, let's see, it's the the Skeets Research Center. Oh, so in the back there. Um, and then people can still go back and they can take a look, but they have to be um, supervised while they're back there or sure. you know, check in with us so that we know who's mm-hmm. there. Because we've got things like those Viper manuals, which we'll have, which are very valuable. We wouldn't want to lose those. 
Yeah. We have uh, stuff from like the 1913 Cadillac is in there. Wow. So, I mean, if you really want to do a, a full restoration on some of these cars, we've got the information you want. You know, you see a, if you were a kid and you remembered seeing that green hot rod on Hot Rod Magazine, <laughs> we probably have that uh, magazine in our really? collection. You could pull it up and take a look. Um, really, I mean, the the staff who are new, and a lot of them are new since we t- closed the library, yeah. are sitting there going, wow, I didn't know we had all this And they're young kids. Oh, yeah. And they're looking at books That's- that were printed when they were never even thought of, yeah. let alone born. Yeah. No, I mean, the the collection itself is, is just massive. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the world's largest. I mean, sorry, it's the largest on the West Coast here. Is it really? Yeah, in terms of number of books and, and, and magazines and stuff yeah. that we have, it is. Wow. Um, the docents have, have seemed to be coming back. They're happy. Um, I know that it wasn't a, a, um, a great idea for them, but it was for us. Like, uh, There's no door to that library anymore. I mean, it has really just come in. I noticed yeah. that. Yeah. We, we want it to be an I extension. thought you forgot. No, it's an extension of the museum. You know, we want people to be able to go in there. Yeah. And, you know, if, if it's not supervised, we'll have to, like, put a rope up. And, and, well, yeah. But, but I put a staff member's office down there so that there's somebody there all, all the time. time. Wow. You know, and really, we hope that we can get some more docents in there so that we can really keep that that treasure open for San Diego and, and the people who come. I mean, I had a guy my first week. He comes in and he goes, uh, it was, we were only open on Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that. For the library? For the library at yeah. the time. And this guy comes in he, and it's like a, a Wednesday. And he goes, I just dropped my family off at SeaWorld. And I really wanted to come to the library here. He's from Michigan and he wants to see our library. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's closed today. You know, what was it that you wanted to see? He's like, it's my understanding that you have... Um, a collection of, of cars. I'm, you know, it's an old, uh, the Tiger, the car. Oh, yeah, Sunbeam Tiger. Yeah, he's like, and, and I heard you might have some information on that. I was like, actually, I know where that is. And so I hauled him in there. I was like, come on in, man. Let's take a look. You mm-hmm. know? And I just hung out with 30 minutes with him. He got to look at some stuff. And I said, hey, here's some free passes. Come back tomorrow, you know, and, yeah. and, and your family and everything. Come back. It's open tomorrow. But, yeah. uh, but that's when it really hit, like, hey, we need to keep this open. I mean, when I got there, San Diego Automotive Museum was a best-kept secret. Boy, wasn't it, though. Well, even better was the library that we had. I didn't even know you had a library for the longest time. Yeah. And now we want to showcase that. Right. And really, it's a treasure. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, and there's manufacturers out there. I talked to, uh, I can't think of his last name, Graham. I not like Graham. But anyway, he's a head of the Ford uh, Heritage Museum. Yeah. And I've talked to him about you every time I interview him. And he's told me, he says, whenever they're ready, if they need stuff or they need, you know, to their museum, he says, all they got to do is let us know. Yeah, that's great. So, and then we've got, you know, you got the, every car manufacturer has a museum of of such. Did you ever go up? Honda just opened up their new museum. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Yeah. They had a grand opening and Mark Maynard and I took a drive up and it's just, you know, and and you, you you, you can't not like a museum. No, they're fun. Because I mean, everything is pristine. Yeah, and I love going to other museums just yes. to the idea. You're you know, going to Alaska one of these days, I, brother. I do want to go there. Yeah. 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 And you got to take Morgan because she can see all the different clothing that, yeah. that people wore, yeah. women wore back in the day. Where do you see that place? It's crazy. Plus, you'd like Alaska. Yeah, it'd be fun. It's not uh, too chilly. We're also bringing back, we used to do this years and years ago. Um, well, actually, no. This is the golf tournament. Oh, July fifteenth. Really? So, if people want to sign up, we go on the webpage, take a look. We also have our rally. We're doing a rally. 
car show. That's going to be really April. cool. So April 13th and 14th. Okay. We're working with um, the Paula Indian Nation. Oh. Uh, they were also with the casino. Uh, we're going to do a rally. It's like a VIP. We're hoping to max in 20 cars. Mm. 20 cars on this rally. You go up. We're going to cruise through the hills. Take the back way to uh, the casino, Paula Casino there. Sure. Stop off and have lunch on have the lunch, way. Take yeah. pictures. And then uh, the next day, we'll drive over, and we're going to have about 100 cars on their community center. Mm. Uh, really going to be a, a, a fun event. Yeah, and it's going to be a fundraiser, right? Yeah, it's a fundraiser. All the money that we raise for this goes it's for the, the museum. museum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one is to, to keep the doors open. You know, you got to raise money. They sure. The doors open, but also to really enhance our education program. Right. And then the gala, I was like, you got to start promoting that because it's, it's probably already sold out. No, not yet. So now's a good time. Because <laughs> you uh, can buy tickets now, right? Uh, we're getting ready to. Because so, <laughs> you know it's going to get flooded. Yeah, it's going to. But the gala this year is uh, September 28th. Uh, so get ready. And this year what we're doing, we're doing something a little different on this one. Um just to make sure that people have a really, really good time. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, hey, bigger is better. Than mm-hmm. And I was like, guys, 40 tables is all we're doing. Oh. Okay, so we've we've tried to get to 50. We've tried to get to 60. And I keep going, guys, I, I feel good. Yeah. It's 40. manageable. Yeah. And it's not that we can't manage it being bigger. It's just the more people get in the museum, mm-hmm. you know, it gets hot. It gets, you know, and... and Really le- reading the feedback because I do. I, if people leave reviews or leave feedback, I read it and I take it to heart. Sure. And people were just saying they didn't have enough elbow room. And I was mm. like, okay, well, yeah, pretty packed. It's packed. And so, uh, yeah, so 400 will be the limit this year. Wow. That'll know, maybe be 420 a... or 450 yeah. right in there if we do 12 tops. But um, we're working on, I, I can't announce it yet, but we're working on somebody spectacular for the. Um, Entertainment, be, yeah. Entertainment should be pretty good. It's the 007 theme, so you know. So you're not going to wear your cowboy hat? No, not this year. This year it's going to have to be the spy wear. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine you yeah. dressed like James Bond. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think it'd be a good you and 007. That's that's quite the yeah the awesome Martin and yeah. If you could just get a hold of one of those, yeah. I know you probably can, no, knowing you. On it. I had a sneaky feeling, and all the other James Bond goodies. Yeah, all the yeah, all the little goodies that we got. So wow, yeah, is that fun? Yeah, I mean, you wake up January first, and you're well. Of course, you were thinking about this way before January first, but just when you lay out the the map to yeah. the to the team, what what we're going to do for twenty four. Oh, it's 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 nuts! Like I, it's, I <laughs> like I sit there and I go, oh my gosh, wh- where have we gone? It's been four years, so I'm like <laughs> celebrating four years there this month, uh, and it seems like yesterday I started. Is this your anniversary this month? Yeah, this month will be four years. Yeah, okay. I it seems like you've been here forever. Yeah, I mean it really does. It seems like you've never you're the only one that's ever worked this place. Sometimes, um, <laughs> but you know, I've I've learned so much about the oh. research and things of of our history and. Yeah. And the and the great people that were there before me, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, we do, we do point out a lot of things that were negative because those are easier to talk about. They're more, more, but there are some great people that came through really before were. me. That um, really I've been here since day one. I yeah. know, and I don't. You know, there were a few bumps in the road, but it was just it was really not a problem as as much it was directional. Yeah, you know, the concept wasn't there. There was no. There was no concept. There was no vision like what you've brought to the table. And I will never forget, as long as I live, the first words that you had told me that you had told the board is, look, I am not a car guy. (laughs) 
but I can put this place on the map. And you've proven it time and time again. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. FM 96, what, AM 1170? The answer. Sitting here with Lenny and Morgan talking about the Automotive Museum and what's going to be coming up uh, in 2024. If you have not been to the Automotive Museum, trust me, folks, you will not, I repeat, not be disappointed. They have really knocked that place out of the park. Uh, super easy to get in and out of. A great gift store uh, for all those hard-to-find family members that you want to buy. Birthday presents, Christmas presents, just maybe you're, they're a nice, uh, somebody nice in the family and you want to treat them to something exciting. The uh, Automotive Museum has really got a nice selection of automotive stuff as well as other stuff, too. You know, these guys have done a really good job in the uh the gift store and it's changing constantly constantly yeah mm-hmm. if you come in last week it's gonna look different next week brandy just loves it i mean and yeah. she and she's got a vision she knows exactly what yeah. she wants and she knows what the consumers want absolutely i mean she keeps a pulse on it and, and she's already telling me she's making her orders for you know it's like she's already done uh valentine's day in her head she's got Saint oh Patrick's really day. i mean she's really a planner wow well and that's what you're looking for yeah she won't come back on radio. I think I scared her. Yeah, she, she's Toastmaster. She'll come back. <laughs> oh, I don't. She's Toastmaster. Yeah. Oh, wait till I go down and see her. Because man, yeah, I know, I'll be bugging on her. But the, the museum is is it's it's constantly changing. Yeah. Uh, how are we doing on the restoration? Have you found a building yet? Yeah. So I, I know I, you were looking yeah, at a couple of them. Yeah. So I, I had found a building in Santee that I really liked. Um, just the numbers didn't work out for the museum. Oh, okay. You know, so. We're still looking for, um, okay. but really, and this is going to be the topic of January's board meeting really is, um, do we want to own it? Do we want to lease it? Is it going to be part of the big expansion? Mm. So we're really going to look and see um, where that fits in 10, 15 years. Right. Too bad than, you couldn't find somebody to donate it, a and building. That's, and that's really where we're putting our, our research right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the city of uh, El Cajon has a piece of property, like just a land that they're willing to do a long-term lease, and we could put a building on it. Mm-hmm. So that's an option I'm exploring right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with Cajon Valley School District, you know, with uh, the world of work that they're doing. And if, yeah. if people don't know that, they got to do some research because that's actually a really cool concept. What's they, that they, idea? So uh, the world of work, what they do with their high school students, so I think their first seniors are starting this year. They, you know, added freshmen, sophomores, as they've gone through. And it's actually giving kids real-world experience in high school. Uh, you know, it's that when you graduate from high school, everybody says, oh, you're supposed to go to college. Well, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Right, right. Well, this really gives students an opportunity to explore what they need and customize their education mm. plan accordingly. They can be like, hey, I want to be, uh, I want to be a mechanic. That's great. Well, I don't need to go to a four year degree. I need to go get this education. Right. And so that's really exciting. Uh, Morgan is so she's in Cajon Valley, and she's a you're a fourth grader now. Yeah. What are your your uh, I ready your 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 
what do they call that? The um, your letters. Um, I am artistic, conventional, and social. So already, as a fourth grader, she's learning the things that are interesting to her, and they have categories of jobs and things she's interested in. Now, she knows that can change as she grows and, mm-hmm. and, and learns. As she sees more things yeah. and experiences new new yeah. things. Yeah. But already as a fourth grader, I mean, Brooklyn does it too, and she's in uh, first grade, first one-two combo. <laughs> and by the time they get to seniors, they really understand who they are and mm-hmm. the things that make them excited about when they go to work. And it gives them the skill set. So they do internships, they do... Um, uh, projects and, and different things rather than just going to you know an hour of english an hour of math an hour of science it's actually changed and i'm really impressed so people need to go down and see what Cajon valley is all, that all is about amazing and they're going to build a uh, a building or a structure that businesses can go into and offer curriculum to the kids mm. so the museum what we're interested in is putting our uh restoration shop there sure where, where kids can come in and learn how to restore cars, where, where all the things that we do as a business, mm-hmm. we offer as curriculum to the right. kids. And um, really excited about that future. So that's also why when we look at what does our, our restoration or our, our academy facility look like, we have to play in, the, in, the, in that because mm-hmm. we want to be a part of it. Well, it's funny you should say that because I, I had that memorial for Lyle Fisk. And one of the thing, one of the takeaways when you think, pinstripers they none of them started as pinstriping mm-hmm. cars they're sign painters yeah back when we used to have handmade signs yeah. whether it's for sale or barber shop or what have you and then the pinstriping just kind of flowed mm-hmm. from there so yeah i can just see you know that where that if some say say morgan's artistically inclined yeah you know, well, if she's artistically inclined and no one's offering her anything that she could use that talent to do, wow, that's yeah, it's, it's really like that's amazing. The way is that uh, a Bill Wells thing? And, uh, no, David, and I always butcher his last name, but David, the superintendent down there, is we'll really, just call him David, the superintendent. Yeah, superintendent. <laughs> hey, I ruined yours. Yeah, he uh, he really is out of the box thinking. I mean, it was when I met him. And Greg introduced us. Okay, you know, Greg, Greg Quarren. And um, him and I just started talking because, you know, I'm about with the, what we're doing in our academy mm-hmm. is saying, hey, there are alternatives to college. We're not saying don't go to college. Right. We're not saying that education isn't important. Oh, no, no, no. We're no. just saying that there is a different path and right. a different way to gain your knowledge and experience right. and still be successful. Right. That's exactly what's happening. And so it really, Dave and I kind of clicked. And, um, well, I mean, he's on a different level in terms of making sure that more than more than automotive is taken care of. Well, of course, of course. But um, but it really seems like it's going to be a great partnership with them, and I'm super excited. That what is we're doing. so interesting. Yeah, because you know, it's like I've said a lot all along. You know, you know, counselors need to really sit down with these kids and find out what makes them tick. Yeah, I tell people all the time. When I was her age, I hated to read. You give me a book, I am not reading it. Yeah. I don't care. Lorna Dune is a cookie. Mm-hmm. I don't care who the other person was. Yes. Yeah. Now, I turn 50, and if you ask me to go to lunch next week, if I'm in the middle of this book, there's a good chance we're not going. Because yeah. I read at least one or two books a month. Yeah. And I love it. I learn so much, and it, and I just enjoy it. But I get to pick the topics yeah. that I want to do. Yeah. 
And that, and that's exactly what David's uh, philosophy is. There is the the counselors really do. Mm-hmm. Get to, I went to it's really uh, counsel. Yeah, I mean, I went there and I was like, wow, this is just just a different way of mm-hmm. educating uh, and something I could really get behind. And that's a public school. It's a public school. You know, and let's face it, public schools have gotten a pretty bad rap here in the in the in the past. Yeah. But it's nice to know that there's a, a group of uh, teachers and administrators that really are looking to the children yeah. to enhance their lives. Because yep. you're right, not everybody's a college graduate. No, and that's okay. And now it's totally okay. Yeah, and it worked for me. Worked for me. And, and uh, I'm not a college, and I'm doing just fine. Uh, you went to college. Yeah. I got my master's degree, and it worked for me. Like, and it makes sense. The right. ROI was there for me. Yeah. Um, That's another good topic, too. The, yeah. What is the ROI when you sign up for college? Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. really, because if you go there that first year, you're exploring. You really don't know what you want to do no. in life. I mean, how many people have a degree, and they're actually doing what their degree is for let's go down to starbucks and we'll ask some of these yeah, kids right? what is your degree what did you uh, yeah. get a master in yeah, yeah. and no. so and and that's really what i really like about uh this program here. wow Bostonia high school is doing its world of work program we ought to get him yeah. on next uh next month when love you come have, in yeah i'd love to have him i'll, I'll reach out to him yeah i'm sure he would because you know, he sounds like he's a pretty passionate guy and he's the, probably going to talk yeah he's just like when an educator because really and it's a bad rap and the stereotype is get kids prepared to take a test to get into college yeah i mean that's really i know that's the stereotype okay yeah and david's really taking a different approach to it and the teachers and the administration have bought in and uh, um i'm really excited to, to be on the ground level of watching this happen that's awesome and, and if i could just play any part of it it'd be great yeah. and your kids are involved in it oh yeah which is helpful because i mean these are your kids and absolutely you got to be excited about it um, I, I didn't understand it when they first started it, right? So we mm-hmm. went from San, uh, we were in Santee, and we moved to Spring Valley, and they got to go to Cajon Valley, and they would tell us about these things, and I don't even understand what that is. And then, as, well, you told me when Morgan came home to you, yeah, and, and Morgan, tell you, tell us what you told your dad that you were going to do at school, as far as uh, talking about uh, what are you talking about? What your your TEDx? Oh, how electric cars aren't. Um, better for the environment. So how did you even come up with this idea? Did the teacher explain it to you? No. So this was just something that you came up with and yeah. you wanted to talk about it? Yeah. Wow. So how did you learn about it? From when you were talking about, or you told me about how they were going to go all electric. And yeah. then yeah. And you yeah. said, wait a minute. Yeah, she did. She, I mean, she's, she's her own exploring learning. She started questioning dad is this is this real like are they is it going to be better for the environment and i mm. said well let's look let's start researching right and she would pull up youtubes and um of senators and congressmen and stuff talking and doing their thing i was mm-hmm. like where are you getting this stuff from me <laughs> you want to know how much you don't know about the internet let your kids show you around yeah no kidding <laughs> but she really started like showing me that um the the, the conversation being had and then she really i'm gonna put words in her mouth right now but Really what she's saying is let there be a choice. Yeah. Don't make it mandated. The part I liked the best was when she came home and what did you tell your dad? You got to sign me up. Oh, yeah. I just joined. Yeah, she joined all on her own. <laughs> and dad's going, what? What? What did you do? Yeah. yeah she but came. you're pretty excited about this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's face it. When you get, you know, our age, you want it to be better. 
you know, than it could possibly be. And it's not going to happen until people your age and her age doing this. Yeah. I mean, you and I didn't do this when we were nine. No, I wasn't thinking like that. No, no. I was I mean, driving cars. Yeah. She, she really, when we were driving here and wherever we're going to car shows and stuff and she's like, it just needs to be a choice. Dad. Oh man. You know, yeah. and, and we're not saying that electric cars don't no. have a place. Mm-mm. Don't. It's that mandate that, you know, for me it, is the problem. Like, yeah. You know, I like my aspirated motors. That's I haven't right. gotten into yeah. the electric yet. That's yeah. my taste. I know. And don't you love when somebody tells you you have to do this? Yeah, and that's the part that that <laughs> right. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the part. Hey, if electric's for you, more power to you. That's right. Like I get it. Yeah, but it, there's got to be a choice. Yeah, and I think that was the perfect word. Is that could be a T-shirt. It's all about choice. You can make that t-shirt. That'd be cool. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is a segment I can't wait for. It's Morgan's Hot Wheel Corner. And she has brought a slew of them in. The first time we did this, I think you had, well, you had a lot of them, but you only brought like two or three in. And Morgan's going to educate you folks on the value of getting into Hot Wheels because they are doing nothing but getting more and more exciting right here on San Diego Automotive Museum Radio Show. FM Folks, welcome to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio Show right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right. This is Morgan's Hot Wheel Corner. Is that the name we gave it? Yeah. I think that was pretty close to it. And Morgan has been, how long have you been collecting? How many years would you say? Because you're nine three. now. Three. About three years. Yeah. And how many do you have in your collection right now? Brooklyn's not listening, so you're okay. Like. Maybe two, three hundred. Oh, my goodness. And your grandmother was nice enough to give you a a special Christmas present. And were you excited to get this? Because it's a special introduction into Hot Wheels, right? Yeah. So, what have you got in front of us? So, I I have the Red Line Hot Wheels Club. Now, what does that mean? So, it's... when you go online and you mm-hmm. go to the club, they'll have Hot Wheels that you can only get for a certain time. And okay. if you get them, there's only a certain number they can give out. Wow. Are they more expensive than a normal Hot Wheel? Yeah. Okay. Is it stupid expensive or is it still doable? $20. Oh, that's, that's, heck, yeah. you can't even buy breakfast for that. Yeah, $20 is, is, is the red line one. And Grandma and I have races now <laughs> to see which one of us can actually get it for Morgan. Oh, because they really are. I mean, there's a countdown clock, and she she tells us like, yeah. she'll go on, she'll look. How many of them are there in each? Each car has its own number of cars. We're going to sell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's usually like a you know fifteen hundred or something. Okay, like that. it's not. I mean, it's pretty limited, and we've missed more than we've gotten. Really? Yeah, and and she says, yeah, I want that one. And then Grandma and I have races to see which one. I mean, we're on the phone and. <laughs> You know, it's like buying Comic-Con tickets. Refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> so you can get in there. <laughs> That's so funny. So how many red lines have you gotten so far? Three, four. Wow. 
how many usually how many different red lines come out a month or a year how, how, or do you know they come out a year every, yeah. and they do it like every other month okay i wonder how they decide which is a red line and which one isn't you don't really care you're just waiting to see yeah. do you have a, a red line since you have a small number anyone that's that you like more than the other um i like the, the mercedes like, going yeah oh wow that looks like a 55 56 yeah she's, there's one at the museum if you want to come see it. i know i seen it i saying. see it <laughs> yeah you're almost starting to do that okay so you've got the red line club what other what other uh, collectors? What are they looking for outside of the red line? Is there anything in particular? Um. Well, I try to look for cars that I can get signed. Okay, so for example, like okay, who's that to sign that one? So that is the owner and designer of the that actual car. And what car is that? So that's the uh, the fifty six Chevy, uh, fifty five Chevy Bella Gasser. Oh, and they, they they do this one in different colors. So she actually collects all the colors. I have the purple one. Um, I think I have the black one. And what color is that? This one's the green. Okay, so how many in that collection? How many different colors would you think? Uh, Hard. You don't know yet. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, so who was the guy that signed that? What was his name? Bobby, that'll work. Where'd, where'd you run into him? <laughs> Look at me. It's your show. The Vault. <laughs> we ran into him at the Vault. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I wasn't I, there when you ran into him. She's met him. Uh, I don't know where she met, but I met him at the Vault. So and you happen to have a? He has them. Oh, so you just had? It was really funny because he was telling me. I, I introduced himself, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, we should do something with Hot Wheels down at, at the museum." Yeah. And I was like, um, you know, I'll, next time I see you, my daughter just started collecting them. And he actually reached in his bag and he says, why well, I carry him around with me? He signed it. Cool. Morgan. Yeah, and then she's got, um, what about these ones here, Mama? Um, I have a pizza planet truck, which we were going through boxes that, that, that dad won for the museum. And mm-hmm. we were going through them. We were just looking at which ones that we wanted and which ones we could have give to the museum sure and we came across the pizza planet truck which is actually a hard to find one because they don't they only make a certain number of wow. this one. that is so cool so you, she, she started getting into the variations so, so i was talking to her about which one she chooses and likes mm-hmm. and then she goes for all the different colors mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so because if they have a different paint job they can go for more Oh, and some of them are more limited. Yeah, there's another guy I have to get you hooked up with. His name is Fred. He's the engineer at KUSI. He makes tools to take these cars apart. And there you go. And you can paint them, and he does all sorts of crazy stuff. He tries to build cars before the manufacturer That's makes cool. the car. That's cool. And he is such a fanatic. And I bet you. And he's the one I told you that he goes to Walmart mm-hmm. at 7 o'clock in the morning when the truck shows up. And he literally gets into arguments with the store manager. Because the store manager tries to get the limited edition cars. Oh, yeah. And Fred won't let him. Fred gets right in the middle of it. <laughs> and they are battling in the boxes looking for him. Because, you know, that's what you want. You want the yeah. limited edition ones. Wow. Yeah, she's always looking for 
We'll go to uh, Al- like Albertsons. We go to a grocery store, and they'll have the whole thing right piled up. And we take the time. She goes through them, and she'll find. She goes, Dad, this is one that is, and she explains it. See, to I me. don't. If I wish I knew, because every time I go to Albertsons, I swear I think of you, because I see the big rack of all the different. I say, Gosh, I wonder which one, because I don't want to get her one that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I have to tell you a cute story about this. I think I may have told you, but I'm old. Somebody asked me to go talk to a, a, a fourth, a third grade class friend of mine. So I says, well, "What am I going to talk about?" He says, "Well, we talk about the auto industry." They're third graders. What are they going to? What are they going to know? Well, it'll be fun. Go. You know, like thirty kids, and I'm thinking, okay. So I went down to Walmart and I bought thirty-two Hot Wheels, the collector editions. I put him in a bag and I come into the class and I say, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to ask you a car question. And if you have the answer, you raise your hand. And if you are correct, I'll give you a Hot Wheel. Everybody raise their hands. So I haven't asked a question yet. <laughs> so, and I did this one year and then I did it the second year and I did it the third year. Well, by the time I got to the third year, these kids knew everything about it. But the thing that killed me, I'd start giving the cars out. And they'd open them. Thank you very much. They ripped them open, and they're running them on the table. I'm going, oh, my goodness. And I bought the collector types. I wasn't even yeah. buying the. Yeah, I know. I should have known you back then. Then I wouldn't have done that. But I, I think it's just cool that you got because one day, you probably be able to retire off of some of these cars that you own. So what's next? So you have a theme that, you're, that you look for, right? Yeah. May, what, what would you consider the theme is that you're looking for? Right now, it's probably the pickup trucks. Oh, okay. Any particular reason why, or you just like the way they look? Um, I want a pickup truck. That's the car that I want. Oh, Dad, you better start looking. Oh, she's already told me she wants Bubba. Oh, you want Bubba, or somebody like Bubba. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if, if she'll... will get Bubba, but... You're not going to get Bubba. Well, no. you never know. Well, show, show, show. Yeah, you got her. You just don't have it autographed, right? Yep, she's got... No. Yeah, so she's... She she's really into finding the the customs, the very limited yeah. stuff. And uh, for those that don't know, Bubba is hot with uh, Hot Rod Holly's truck. That's right. Yeah. And uh, when she saw that truck, she's like, "That's the one I want." And you know that girl has driven that truck up Route sixty six to all the way up to Chicago and all the way back to San. That truck has been everywhere. Yeah, that's the driver. And have you ever seen the tailgate on her truck? Where, you know, normally it says Chevrolet, mm-hmm. like Chevrolet, right? Yeah. But because she's got so much of a Hawaiian theme with flowers, mm-hmm. it says Chevrolet, like the lay that you wear around oh, your neck. Oh, yeah. And I will I could take you over to my buddy, Mark Lewick, and he's the one that painted that car. That's cool. Yeah, that's another guy I want to get involved with the yeah. museum, and he's been around for 100 years. But we'll go on a little field trip over to his place and... It's amazing the artwork that he's got, and he's just such a nice. He's and he's a really good guy too. Yeah. You know, he's got birds. He like birds. He loves birds. He's got blackbirds, if you can believe that. In his and and peacocks in cool. cages. All yeah. yeah, I know it's totally insane. Well, that's that's exciting. So, where do you display them, or do you just keep them in boxes? Um, I have them in boxes right now because we changed up our room, and I had to take them all down from our wall. That did we you guys move? I know. Oh, no, they they had bunk beds, and the, and the two girls didn't want to be bunk beds anymore, so they're now side by side. And uh, opened up really, I think it opened up wall space is really what we're. Uh, so, are you going to start hanging them on the walls? Yeah. 
So keep them dusted. That's where I messed up. I got all my hot wheel or all my cars, and the dust is like. You know, so I gotta start dusting them. And she's now what she does. Um, so I'll I'll go online and I I try to find these auctions, and a lot of times at the Goodwill mm. online auctions, and they're the unopened things. And I'll get like five. Um, I'll get like fifty to a hundred of them in, in a lot. Oh my! And God. then they send the lot to us, and I go, okay. Morgan, which ones do you want? I always let her have first pick. Sure. And she goes through, and she actually goes online now and like finds the value. Mm-hmm. I found one that was a hundred and seventy-five dollars. What? And you have it? There's there was two in that box, so we gave one to the museum and we kept one in Dad's office. Wow! All right. Well, the show's over. See, now I'm going to start giving you two segments. Yeah. All right. Well, it's always good seeing you again. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And everybody, get down, check out the museum. Come on down, and uh, you, you know, just go to the website. What's the website? Uh, SDAutomuseum.org. You know, Brandy's listening to see if you do it right. Right. <laughs> I get critiqued on. Monday. I know you do. Come Monday, man. She, if she comes stomping into your office, you'll know why. Yeah. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. You ought to know. It's right around the corner. FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.